Hello and welcome to the first episode of Wellness Wednesday podcast with 3W Medical for Women, which is a nonprofit agency dedicated to providing evidence-based services in a respectful, caring environment. This is Beth Chase and I am the host for this podcast and I want to welcome you and thank you for joining us for our first podcast. Now I have with me here today in the studio two very important staff members of 3W, and I'll introduce them now. The first one is Helen Wynn. She's the executive director of 3W. And uh, we also have Dr. Susan Rutherford, who is the medical director of 3W Clinic. So let's start us out with Helen. Helen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why it is that, uh, well, a little bit, I guess, about your background and why it is that you uh, were uh, got involved with launching a program like this and and I do know that this is probably one of the first programs of its kind in Seattle so why did you feel that it was important to uh, to get behind this kind of project sure just um, a little background about myself I'm born and raised in Seattle and so Seattle has a really special place in my heart um, I also have a social background social worker background here from the University of Washington and so community-based um, grassroots based nonprofits are really important to me. Um, when I was a student on campus, I, my friend and I felt that a resource like 3W really needed to exist, even though we have tons of hospitals and clinics around here. Um, what makes 3W unique is how accessible it is to the community. Uh, it's also patient-centered versus provider-centered, and it's a place where you will really feel respected and give the dignity that you need as a person instead of profiting, um, instead of providers profiting off of your healthcare decisions. I know, Helen, that I've heard you say in the past how uh, one of your motivations is that you wanted to make sure that women uh, of all productive health ages, um, that they had a safe place to go to where they didn't feel rushed, uh, where they could go and they could uh, have a, an exam, meet with medical professionals without that pressure of feeling like the medical professional has their hand on the doorknob, needed to get out uh, because of time constraints. And so I've, I've heard you say that before, how important that was to you. And I also am aware of the fact that how big of a core value that is here. And you make sure that every patient, every woman who comes in here, it has the amount of time that they need to have to get their questions answered and to walk out with, with the fully informed on evidence-based information. Uh, so now I, I want to pick up though, you also said that uh, you wanted to make sure that women had a safe place to go to. Can you tell me a little bit more about why that motivated you so much? Yeah, being a young person on campus, going to the doctors by yourself can be really intimidating. And I felt that when I did go to a medical provider that was, uh, you know, an on-campus resource for me, I didn't feel that I was very safe. The the space that I was in was uh, not in a room sometimes, it had a curtain. And so who knows uh, who would be sitting out in the hallway when I was talking about medical issues that, that I was dealing, at, dealing with. So maybe a peer from my classroom was sitting out there. And the whole process was not centered around me. I it, The questions were more like rushed and um, I, I never felt like I got all my answers 
Um, yeah, to the questions that you went in there for, to get from yes. that medical professional, right? Yes. Yeah. I think we've all been there. Absolutely. I think your listening audience is going to relate very much to that as well. Now, one thing you also said, too, is that not only should it be a safe place, but that a place where women can confidently understand that, that here at 3W know that they're not going to profit from the choices, the reproductive choices that that woman makes. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so all of our exams are uh, free, um, and our lab fees are very, very low. Our pap smears are only $17.50, and that's unheard of here in the Seattle area. I, I know that going to um, anywhere else, you're going to be expected to provide a insurance card, um, a lot of documentation about yourself. Uh, we don't ask for any of that, and, and so it's very accessible. It's very easy to make an appointment. Uh, it's very easy to see any of our medical providers. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, we try yeah. to make it uh -huh. as easy as a process as possible. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Okay, now Dr. Susan Rutherford. Dr. Susan Rutherford is really at the heart of this organization. She uh, leads the way. She's not only the president of the uh, organization of the corporation, but she's also the medical director. And so uh, Dr. Rutherford, can you tell me a little bit about first, what's your professional background? Well, um, I was sitting here thinking, actually, I'm in what you call the golden years of my <laughs> career. <laughs> and because um, uh, I have, a, you know, a long history. And um, my background is being board certified in OBGYN and maternal fetal medicine. And for many years, fetal medicine, in other words, high-risk pregnancy, was the focus of my practice. But I also got involved in some academics and some hospital administration. And as now, what's really thrilling to echo on what, uh, uh, on what Helen said was that at this time, it's really nice to not be pressured um, to see somebody and then have to do the documentation and then immediately move on to the next person, um, knowing that I'm always running behind and late. It's so wonderful to be able to complete conversations with patients. And I know most physicians feel very frustrated by the short times they're allowed for patient appointments. So doctors are just as upset about that as patients. This is really a lot of fun. And the volunteers that, we, that we've had uh, come help us, uh, we have some somebody that comes about one day a week, for example, um, they really express the same. They say, this is so much fun because I really get to communicate with patients. So I got involved first as expecting to be on the board and sort of leadership and organize it. Then I realized that um, we really needed somebody who was going to be there a lot of the time. So I've spent most of my time actually volunteering in the patient care area. Well, okay. Can you kind of share with us, Sue, the mission? What would you, how would you describe the mission of 3W? Well, our stated mission and it's on our website, is to respectfully provide compassionate, evidence-based sexual health services and education necessary to make informed healthcare decisions. Okay, and what does that mean to you? So it means that I get an opportunity as a physician to give the patient the resources and the background and the teaching that they need so that they can be in charge of deciding what they're going to do with their healthcare, what direction they're going to go. And we provide, for example, resources in the community because we're really kind of a, just a starting place. Um, so we give them the tools so that when they go and pursue all the procedural things they might need to have done or a whole lot of lab testing, anything that's really complicated, we are not set up to handle. But I can educate them about 
about what that looks like so that when they go into those very rushed appointments, they know exactly what's on the agenda and they can respond and they can feel like they have some say in their health care. Mm-hmm. Um, what um, I know you have talked with me before about your frustration with feeling bad that the, some patients they come to you uh, and they will say they'll tell share their experience that they've had with another physician and your frustration with the fact that you understand having been in that position yourself but you're concerned for that patient that indeed she now has a place with 3W to be able to slow down get all of her questions answered and uh, and then you provide resources, continued medical resources for patients uh, after if there's something that you don't provide here at this clinic, right? Correct. Well, I believe that once patients um, have uh, the education about how the health system can work, about um, what they might be able to do in order to uh, meet their need. They'll have less fear about the healthcare uh, environment in general. They won't be afraid when they go into medical offices. And once you've taken that fear away and they have some clue as to what's going on and the background perspective, then they're going to be much more effective at communicating with their doctor. Their doctor is also going to be thrilled that this person seems to understand what they're saying and it's just going to make the whole process better. So I believe that a lot of people, they don't know much about their bodies, how their menstrual cycle works, you know, what infections really mean. There's just so much very basic stuff that isn't that there isn't time to cover when they go into a regular doctor appointment. It's kind of background things, but the, mm. but that is where we can be of major assistance to them, which is getting them prepared to have some real responsibility in their own health. Okay, so Dr. Rutherford, can you share with uh, the listening audience about the services that you're currently providing and uh, tell us about those? Okay, so the most common one has turned out to be testing for sexually transmitted infections, uh, STIs, STDs, as they're called. Next, we're seeing a lot of um, women who um, have moved to the area or don't have a place to go, don't know where to go, find us on the internet, come in, get an initial consultation or appointment or maybe a pap smear and then understand where they can go for for their continuity care as they go forward. Um, But I'd say also about a third or so of our patients total are related to pregnancy. Most often um, people, you know, they may suspect they're pregnant, but they want to have that confirmed. They can do home pregnancy tests, although they're free if they come here. It's matching what they think their due date is. Uh, And that's where ultrasound comes in. We're the only place that people can come in without insurance, with no cost, no obligation, and come in and get that information. Am I truly pregnant? How far along am I? That allows them to take charge of their moving forward with other medical appointments. So um, we're, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. We also, you know, will help support them with other resources. They may need insurance. How do they get insurance? There are lots of things. And that sort of case management approach um, isn't always easy to to take place in a regular medical office. Mm-hmm. What about birth control? What kind of services you have surrounding the reproductive birth control? Yeah, so, so, yeah, so many women have questions about irregular bleeding or birth control that they're on or they'd like to be on. 
or they're considering. And um, we, we take the same position. We're here to prepare people to get their medical care, basically in other locations, where they'll need to get continuity care. Because we're not set up to be a whole huge medical institution where they can get all their services. Um, so, uh, but we can give them the education. We can give them the background. I've had women come in on birth control pills that are having some problems and I go through what the components of that pill is, and I actually give them a list of other pills. You know, what, uh, what are the things that make these symptoms different? Maybe some people figure out, in fact, we have more and more women saying, you know, I'm really not happy with being on hormones. What are my alternatives to that? So we discuss what the alternatives are in terms of, of watching over their fertility and their cycles, and are things normal? Uh, a normal menstrual cycle is a healthy thing. Menstrual cycles that aren't normal have some other health implications too, not just, uh, not just pregnancy or not pregnancy. So we basically do a lot of education, a lot of discussion, help them figure out what their concerns are and where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So kind of what I'm hearing is that you equip women with evidence-based uh, education, medical education, uh, so that they can go out there and they can be better informed as far as talking to all of their other medical professionals, you know, about their bodies, mm-hmm. how their body works. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, even I've heard you talk about before too, how you help women to know what kind of questions to ask. Yes. Yes. I love giving advice to people about how you work the healthcare system, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. you know, about, for instance, sometimes people feel like the doctor hasn't heard them or mm-hmm. maybe was dismissive or something like that. So, you know, nurses in the offices can be huge advocates for patients. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the nurses and the medical assistants that are working with the healthcare professionals because for a patient, they're very approachable and the patient can say, help, I'm really having trouble communicating with my provider. What can I do? And so that's one tip I give out commonly is make sure you talk to the staff too and ask for their assistance if, if your needs aren't being met. Ah, so basically you're giving empowering women with, well, with questions and well, self-confidence, right? Yes, you're giving them the self-confidence yeah, that's to know what to ask. True. I mean, empowerment is kind of an overused word right uh-huh. now, but that's truly what uh-huh. it is. Yeah. I know. And confidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Helen, can you tell us a little bit about the core values and which all of these services are based upon? Sure. Um, we here at 3W, we believe that women are strong and capable of making their own decisions. Every woman should be equipped to make informed decisions about her own health care. Uh, no woman should be pressured into anything which, with which she feels uncomfortable. Uh, women, regardless of their socioeconomic status, deserve health care that does not profit from their medical decisions. And every woman deserves to live in a safe and healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what I've heard here. I'm hearing is that it sounds like not only are these core values of your organization, but both of you, they're your own personal core values. And so you actually are living out your own personal core values in serving within a free, well, it's pretty much a free medical clinic, isn't it? I know there's mm-hmm. some charges for lab fees and such. Um, but uh, but oh, can I ask you a question about yes. that? Okay, fees. Are those fees um, lab fees only? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. So, and they're they're at the cost of the lab fee itself, and there's no other. Right. They're not being charged up to COVID okay. or anything like that. They're exactly what we have to pay. Okay. The um, uh, the lab. The lab okay. sends us a bill. We pay that. Even if a patient pays with a credit card, we eat the difference. Uh huh. Okay. Um, but the reason we're able to do all of this is because we are donor supported. Mm -hmm. We have very generous people for whom we are deeply grateful. Um, to make it possible, and that, and I wish that some of them could actually be a fly on the wall as patients thank us profusely over and over again for the services that they've had and the experience they've had here. Um, so yes, and I'm glad you brought up the the donor aspect of this, Dr. Rutherford, because really you couldn't be doing what you're doing without these these supporters in the community who really want to make sure they identify with your core values, but they want to make sure that there's no woman in Seattle that feels like she can't go and get quality care at either free or minimal charge. Yes, and that even line up with her core values and not going to be rushed. They're going to be cared for. They're going to be respected, no matter what, uh, no matter what the choices are in that. So um, very excited about this organization, where it's going to go, where it's been. Mm -hmm. And they are now about almost three years old, aren't you? Almost two. Almost two. Almost two yeah. years old. Well, okay. Coming up May. Yes. Coming up May? Okay. Yeah. Two years old in May. Okay. Two and continuous years. Two continuous years. Yeah. They had a uh, a blip on the radar screen. We won't talk about that. No. <laughs> but because but it's, we're, it's we're crazy. Going, we're continuing going strong <laughs> That's right, right now. Yes. That's right. So I hope you enjoyed yeah. this podcast. You want to know podcast. what we're going to talk about next time? Well, not, yes. Tell me what. Well, <laughs> yes. Because who's really doing excited. it? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, COVID-19 and pregnancy. You know, there's been, there have been questions about is, is it worse for pregnant women or what does it mean? How about the baby? So, um, we're going to talk about that. Yes. It should be a lot of fun. should be a lot of fun and such an important topic. And I think there's a lot of confusion out there too. So I'm, I'm glad that you're going to give some um, evidence-based education about yes. that. One thing we can always count on for Dr. Rutherford is a good education. So um, also I want to um, mention that if you can sign up for our monthly Wellness Wednesday e-blast at the 3wmedical.org website, that's the 3wmedical.org website, and just go to the top. On the top, there's a, uh, there's a menu there. And click on the tab that says uh, Wellness Wednesday. And uh, get in on that page and uh, sign up for that monthly e-blast for Wednesday Wellness. We'd love to uh, share with you some of the tidbits and maybe continued education, all kinds of things that we'll be doing in that short e-blast. Uh, Helen, thank you very much for being a part of this conversation today. And we'll be hearing from you soon. What What's an up, upcoming episode? that you will be doing here real soon. I think I'm going to be discussing the um, the UW produces a newspaper called The Daily and there's a, a very popular edition in February that comes out uh, called The Sex Edition. So I'm going to be focusing on that. <laughs> focusing on The Sex Edition. All right. Don't want to miss that. Those episodes for sure. Okay. Thank you for listening and be well. <laughs>